Hey, grandkids, is grandpa here? Welcome to the first episode of How Grandpa Built It. I hope that this link to this episode or to this podcast is gets to you and you're able to listen to this and hear what grandma and I are going through as we're building this business and build this family legacy. And in this episode, I'm going to explain to you why I'm starting this show, right? Why, even though at this point, of my life. Um, we're not thinking of having kids in the next couple of months. Grandma is not pregnant. Um, and we will maybe try for kids later this year or maybe next year. But even if we don't even have kids, how am I thinking about you as the grandkids is because of legacy. And I'm going to share with you why I'm starting this in this episode and why I want to encourage you to listen to all the episodes, as many episodes as this might be. There is this quote that really stuck to me, and it's first generation builds it, second generation maintains it, and ter- third generation destroys it. So this is not for your parents. This is not for my kids. This is for the grandkids, because our kids, your parents, will be list- will be able to experience this firsthand. And I think that by the time we get to the grandkids, it would be too disconnected. Even the memories that I'll have about the building of the business, the building of the legacy, um, it would not be right. Our, our minds, our mind, our brains will play tricks on us. I can make it sound better or worse than it was. And I want to make sure that you guys can see and experience uh, from my head a recollection of how it happened in real time as we build. And so in the first couple of episodes, I might reference back a lot towards the past to kind of catch you guys up, but it'll get to a point where I'll just be sharing lessons and the ups and downs of building the family legacy that grandma and I want to build for you guys. I just don't want you guys to be spoiled, rotten, and not be able to appreciate all the hard work and sacrifice that it took, not only from uh, your grandparents, right, but from your great-grandparents and even that the history of our family before, before then. And so I want to start by actually sharing you why I think that quote resonated with me so, so much and why I am actually doing this um, so far in advance. I am just sharing you my perspective of the story. Again, maybe there's some fact to it. I, there's a lot of fact to it, but I would assume there's probably some things that I'm missing here. But uh, from what I c- can recollect, um, my great-great-grandfather, my great-grandfather started a company called Tista Uribe, right? And Tista Uribe was a textile company in Colombia, in Medellin, Colombia. And that company was successful. And he did a very good job by growing the company. And during that time of the company, when the company was at its peak, it was able to really help the whole family do well, right? Our, my grandparents lived from there. Um, my dad worked there. Our, my dad's cousins worked there, right? My grandparents' brother worked there. So a lot of family members received profits from the company and it did really well. And the third generation, right? Now my great-grandparents, now my grandparents, but their kids. So my dad's generation, right? Um, at that point, that company went bankrupt at that point. Now, why did it go bankrupt? There's probably many factors, and it's a story that I don't know and have complete clarity about. But what we do know is at the third generation, that company did go bankrupt. And how that affect me was this. I grew up in essentially in a upper class 
in upper class in Medellin, right? Country clubs, private schools, apartment, beach house, uh, house in the mountain, right? The finca, which to this day we still own. At this moment, we still own, right? My your my my aunt and I still own it, right? Um, and that finca has been in our family for over a hundred years. But after the company went bankrupt, and at that point, my dad had died. My dad died when I was three years old. So in 1993, my dad died. And my dad didn't plan for his future. We would still be able to go to private school because of the company still being in business and helping the company and my grandparents paying for my private school. And the apartment was paid. But when the company went bankrupt, it put my mom in a really bad situation because she didn't have a college degree. She went from never working a day in her life to having to figure out what to do with this eight-year-old kid, right? And long story short, I went from growing up in a childhood with a country club, with private schools, with money, with, with having a finca, having access to a beach house, you know, being essentially wealthy to not, right? And having my mom be in a position that she needed to feel like she needed to go to the United States to give me a better opportunity. And that transition from the United, my mom went and we moved to the United States with two suitcases and $2,000. So you can see why I, this quote has impacted me, right? Is that is the fact that I, I, I didn't experience say only in the talent, right? In the third generation, as the company is destroyed, no longer exists, it can no longer support my mom and I, that we now have to make this transition to immigrate to the United States for the opportunity to start all over, right? And that it's what I don't want to happen, right? And I don't want to happen that when we build this business, that we're, that so many people have sacrificed so much for this business to be successful, that when it gets to you grandkids, that we mismanage the funds, that we mismanage the business, and we're not thinking long-term because I want to make generational wealth, right? I want to be able to make sure that future generations and we're able to continue to help and, 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 and others. And so that's a big reason why I'm, I'm so impacted by that quote and doing this so far ahead, right? And using this podcast as a, essentially a journal to share uh, the story. And, um, and, and, and so what, you're gonna, what we're going to talk about in this podcast is what I wish I could hear Tista Uribe, my great-great-grandfather, if I can hear what was in his head as he built this massive company that had hundreds of employees, right? Or, and that's essentially what I want to hear, right? I want to learn. I want you all to learn from this journey because I'm sure that by the time you guys are listening to this, uh, podcasting might not be a way, right? It's like it would be the equivalent of me looking at picture books instead of looking at Instagram or Facebook to look at pictures. But there will still be a way for you to consume this content because a lot of the principles don't change. Right. The tactics might change, but the overall principles of grit, determination, hard work, relationship building, that won't change. And those are the lessons that I want to pass down to you through this podcast. So uh, we'll dive into a little bit more, um, but an update of where we are in life and in the business. So came to the United States when I was eight years old. Um, I graduated college in 2012. Uh, we'll dive into that maybe in other episodes, but ultimately went to work for PepsiCo for six years. My whole life, I've always been very goal oriented and always wanted to essentially be financially independent. One, to make sure that my mom sacrificed, right? Uh, 
so much for for us to be in this country to work seven days a week for 15 years straight uh you know making under 30 forty thousand dollars a year and i want to make sure that sacrifice pays off so i want to be able to take care of her right as we continue to grow but one thing i've always said is i wanted to have a net worth of 35 million by 35 as i record this podcast it is april 21st one month away from my 32nd birthday uh, which means that we're about three years away from that goal. I don't know if I'll reach that goal. At this point, I don't even have, maybe have a, net, a million net worth, but most of that does not necessarily come, this comes from real estate that um, is not liquid assets. But with that being said, I'm still far off from the goal of 35 mil by 35. The beautiful thing is that when you are an entrepreneur um, and you're building a business, a business can grow rather quickly. And we are a stage in the business of mastering college to career that can scale very quickly. And that dream of 35 million net worth by 35, it's extremely doable. And I've never felt closer to it than the way I feel now as I see the business continue to triple and quadruple in size. And the compound effect of everything that I've done in the last 10 plus years of wanting to start a successful business, adding up fast right and so goes to say that i graduated college 2012 uh worked at pepsico to for about six years and it got to a point where i either had to change my goal of 35 million by 35 or i had to change my job because there was no way possible that i was going to get there and so with the support of grandma i was able to um essentially make the leap. Now there's other stories between making the leap to where we are now. We'll maybe dive into it later. Um, but ultimately just know that May 5th will be five, four years um, since I left uh, PepsiCo. I left the corporate world and have essentially been working independently on trying to build the business that it is now. Um, and transparency has been hard. It's, it was the first three years of it were very, very hard on me mentally. Uh, it were very, very hard, I'm sure, on grandma. Um, and we pr pretty much banked it all on this being successful, right? From first year going through all of our savings, second year going through and selling my 401k that I accumulated in six years in PepsiCo and taking the hit, taking the penalty and using it to continue to invest in this business. Third year, I was racking up credit cards and to the point that the business started making money. And now what we do in a month is what we did probably in the first three years combined to give you a perspective. And so um, the business is growing really fast. Um, I might be, uh, I, I might share some, I will be sharing more numbers and updating maybe on a quarterly basis of how the business is doing so that there is a record of what you can see, what the compound interest of growing a business um, does, right? And um, super excited. So the business, the main business right now is called Mastering College to Career. It is a mentoring program that helps international STEM students um, land their dream jobs after college. And so if you're an international student, mainly come from Asia and in our, in our perspective, they come and they are extremely hardworking. They're generally doing a technical skill, software engineer, product management, data analytics, and our company 
helps them gain clarity, helps them build a strategy, helps them get visibility, helps them with interview and help them land a job. And we're a pay by performance company, and which is really cool. And what I'm excited about this business, not only is it really profitable, is it making an impact and it's helpful, but everybody involved in this business wins from our clients, from the companies that we help them get jobs to, to us as a business, to our employees, our partners, and so on. And that's the type of business that I want to continue to grow and evolve, right? Continue to figure out ways to build businesses that helps everybody involve. Um, and that's exciting to me. Now, the goal of this podcast, right, is to document the journey, right? It's for you grandkids to listen and learn from the ups and downs of this journey. So that when it comes to you, when it's your turn to manage what's left of this legacy, right? And I, at this point, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm estimating and I'm willing to work really hard to make sure that it's big, that you are smart about it, that you're strategic about it, that you don't take it for granted and that you continue to grow it so that your grandkids can have essentially a head start, right? Um, and what you can expect and since this is not a traditional podcast, it's not about having a weekly episode or a daily episode. The episodes will come as it comes, but I will promise to keep updating this podcast into the time that one of you grandkids or all of you can take over recording this and we can change the name or how change the name of the podcast. So if you're listening to this um, and you're not the grandkids, well, enjoy, right? Enjoy the journey. Um, but just know this episode is for you, grandkids. See you guys later. I love you. And I can't wait to meet you.